Hey, this is The Lowdown with Lindsay Lohan. This is my chance to share with you all some amazing people, places, and things that are inspiring to me. I hope that each episode will challenge you, inspire you, and give me the chance to share more of my life with all of you. This week on The Lowdown, I chat with author, entrepreneur, speaker, and friend, Faisal Alshawa, who founded the wellness company Believe Nutrition and is the author of Fill Your Mind Before You Fill Your Plate. I learn how he got involved with sports medicine, the highs and lows of being an entrepreneur, and I get the lowdown on the five pillars of a healthy lifestyle. Welcome to the lowdown. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Hi, Faisal Alshawat. Welcome to The Lowdown. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No, really, thank you for making the time. I have so many questions for you. So if you don't mind, I'm just going to dive right in. Yeah, for sure. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. So you originally started uh, and went to school to study economics. What led you to shift to sports medicine? Yeah, it's an awesome question. I mean, that's when I usually talk about, you know, my story. I started back in the U.S. I remember, you know, back in 2008, especially being in an Arab family, we didn't really know much, right? It was all about either being a doctor or a lawyer or a business person or whatever. So I went in as an economics major. And so uh, I wanted to apply to the business school. And in order to do that, I had to take a prerequisite, which was accounting 101. So that was in my sophomore year. And uh, I remember I went into the class, it was a 60-minute class, and it was the worst 60 minutes of my entire university time. I just, I didn't resonate with the subject. It was just, yeah, yeah it, was, it was awful. Uh, so I literally went back to my dorm room and I called my parents and I told them, like, you know, there's no way I'm, I'm continuing in this field, whether studying it or pursuing it. So I started to think a lot about, you know, what I do a lot, what I talk about a lot, what my passion is. And that was always, you know, football or, or soccer, depending on where you are. Um, and so that's what kind of drew me into studying kinesiology at the time, uh, which is, uh, from the university of Maryland. And then I went on to get my master's in sports and exercise science. Uh, but yeah, it was just mainly the dream of being involved in, in football. You know, I always wanted to be a player growing up, but at university, I realized that wasn't the case. So my next dream was actually to be involved in it, which uh, thankfully happened. So. Was, uh, wow, yeah. I never knew that side of it, that it was coming, it came from you loving the love of football so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it was the main sport. You know, I played throughout high school, you know, in all four years. Uh, as kids, we always used to play on, on the streets and in the basement of our houses. So it was a big part of my childhood, for sure. Wow. So then, yeah, to just work in it eventually after graduating was uh, it was quite surreal, to be honest. What was the most challenging part, do you think, that you took on in working with a lot of athletes? I mean, what did you find was the most the most difficult part for you? I think the buy-in, the, like getting them to believe in what you're doing, you know, especially since I was a sports nutritionist, it was really hard to convince them to actually, you know, 
change their eating habits and their way of eating. I mean, we know that nutrition, when it comes to elite athletes, there are two important things that really affect their performance and recovery, and that's sleep and their nutrition, right? Especially when you're dealing with football players, um, they heavily rely on like just their talent and um, you know the practice and the work that they put in, thinking that that's enough, not thinking that you know the food can actually impact their mental, physical performance, and even the recovery. So it was, yeah, it was the, the buy-in. But I eventually worked my way around it. You know, eventually you want to go to the leader of the team or the captain, and, and you start with him at the top. And if you can change his beliefs, uh, then it just kind of spirals down and everyone else will follow. Uh, but yeah, that was the biggest challenge for sure. Yeah, I mean, I can relate to that because also as actors, you forget when you're on set, you know, sometimes you're just so hungry at lunchtime, you you eat anything, you don't think about how that's going to affect you for the second half of the day. Exactly, 100%. And it plays so such a big too. Of course, yeah, what you put in your body is what you get out of it, regardless if you're an athlete, an actor, uh, you, know, you just have a nine to five job, it plays such an important role on all levels, emotionally, mentally, physically, so... You know, that's uh, that's what I'm here to do at the end of the day is convince people and, and the effects of nutrition. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I hope that people get convinced today because <laughs> I need it too because sometimes <laughs> I slip with my health, with my diets. You know, I, I have cravings and I, and I give in to the cravings. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure, which is normal. It's completely fine. <laughs> what inspired you to become an entrepreneur in the health and wellness space? I mean, what really pushed you there? Um... Look, I always had, you know, I always had that vision of wanting to do my own thing. Um, it was always in the back of my mind. I didn't expect it to happen so soon. Like I didn't, you know, at the age of 27 is when I started my entrepreneurial journey. Um, honestly, it's, it's, it's my desire and passion to want to inspire and motivate people to live a healthy lifestyle. I mean, that, that's what it all started from. That's what kind of drew me into just creating an Instagram account and putting out content for like three years. Um, I That's part of who I am. And I think the turning point for me to kind of living this lifestyle is actually when I went to the U.S. Prior to that, growing up in Kuwait, there was zero awareness back in like 2008 and, and even prior. Uh, but it was only when I went to the U.S. and when I changed my lifestyle in those four years and beyond and like truly appreciated what it means to to be to live a healthy lifestyle and, and the feeling that comes with it, then I wanted to pass that on to everyone else, you know? And and that's yeah. what kind of encouraged me to quit my job and, and take this full time. Yeah, and also the people you kind of that end up surrounding yourself with while you're passing on this good information of this healthy lifestyle, it really changes who you become in the end because those are the people around you all the time. 100%. There's no better feeling than, than witnessing someone change their life or transform their lives than you being a part of that, you know, honestly. Um, like when you can positively impact yeah. someone's well-being, it's such a rewarding feeling. And, and again, that's what continually drives me to do what I do every day. And what's the biggest lesson you think you've learned since starting a business? Oof, so many <laughs> lessons. <laughs> um, I think to stay present, stay grounded, um, put in the work every day um, and stay focused. It can be really, really, you know, easy to lose yourself in the process. You know, you can get easily caught up with like the future and, 
you know, all these different thoughts in your mind, the fear of failing, the anxiety, the stress, the pressure. As an entrepreneur, you're, you're, there's lots of ups and downs. And in the most part, you're in the down phase. You know, you can like celebrate the small wins here and there. But I think over the past few years, especially like the past year or so, um, just stay present, you know, um, not to think too much about the future. I think it's good to have a vision, something to work towards, but just take it day by day and one step at a time for sure. Yeah, don't overcrowd yourself and, you know, yeah. keep things simple. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're going to take a quick little break and we'll be right back. So I want to I want to fill everyone in that's listening about your book, the first book you wrote called Fill Your Mind Before You Fill Your Plate. Can you share what the message behind this book is? Yeah, for sure. So look, my my philosophy ever since, you know, I got into to this space was, you know, helping people understand uh, or realize the importance of using their mind when it comes to living a healthy lifestyle. I think you know, when someone wakes up one day or if they have a New Year's resolution, they'll be like, all right, you know, I got this, you know, I'm going to go sign up <laughs> to a gym or find a personal trainer. They're going to sign up to like, a, a re- you know, one of those meal plan restaurants that delivers food to you, thinking that that's the first step. Right. And, and for the most part, those are not sustainable. Eventually, after a couple of months or so, they're going to drop off. And the reason why they, they drop off is because uh they are not able to sustain and endure the many challenges that comes in the way when you're trying to be consistent. I think consistency is the hardest thing for people. And and why are they not? Yeah, 100%. And why are they not consistent is because they haven't kind of trained their mind uh, to be able to to withstand that. They haven't really focused on uh, developing proper, you know, behavioral and habitual uh, characteristics that will allow them to continue pushing forward. Because kind of similar to like an entrepreneurial journey, a health journey, by the way, is, is not as easy as people think. And that's why we're not living in a world where everyone's healthy. We're living in a, in a world where actually the obesity and diabetes epidemic is rising every year. Um, so that's kind of what inspired me. You know, I just wanted to, you know, share my personal experience, but also bridge that with my professional experience and, so I came up with what's called the, the five pillars of living a healthy lifestyle. The first pillar is mindset. The second pillar is belief. The third pillar is mindfulness. Fourth pillar is sacrifice. And the fifth pillar is habits. And actually, each of these pillars uh, fall in, in, in sequential order. And yeah, it's, it's just, I thought it's, it's a very conversational book. It's like I'm talking to you. It's nothing fancy. You know, I'm no Shakespeare or any of that. I was going to ask you about that, what the five pillar method is. And how did you come up with that? Yeah, again, it's, 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 I went back to day one of my experience, right? Like, so mindset, for example, um, you know, I like to talk about the two A's, which is anticipation and acceptance. I think a lot of people, when they, they start their health journey, they think it's like an easy ride, right? And then, so when they come and face the first obstacle or the first challenge, they don't know how to react and they'll just go back to square one. So when you anticipate uh, the fact that it's going to be a bumpy journey and actually truly accept it, then that will allow you to, you know, um, continue pushing forward. And I think it's also important to have a long-term view. A lot of people think very short-term. They want to lose weight, for example, and lose weight now, yep. not thinking that actually it takes time and effort and patience to get to where you want to be. Uh, so I think, that, yeah, having the right mindset is the first thing. When you have the right mindset, then, of course, that's where you need to actually 
uh, believe in your abilities, right? Believe in yourself that you can actually get there. Uh, again, because it's going to be a difficult journey, you need that inner strength to actually push you forward. And it's normal. I mean, as you said, we'll have cravings, we'll have, we'll travel, we'll mess up, we'll, you know, social gatherings, you know, life is fast paced nowadays. So it's normal to, to go through these things, but uh, yeah, having the belief will allow you to push forward. And then mindfulness, I think that's, um, I don't want to say the most important, I think all pillars are important, but that's one thing I really focus on. I think in this day and age, you know, with social media and technology and all of that, where um, our energies or our distractions kind of outward and we're forgetting to look yeah. inward, right? Um, Everything gets projected somewhere else. You, you forget to actually see what's going on inside a lot of the time. hundred percent, yeah. yeah. What is it saying? Your energy goes, flows where your attention goes, something like that. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, no. uh, yeah. so, uh, so, yeah, just helping people, first of all, just kind of be present in the moment, you know, uh, and, and just teach them about mindful eating practices, like taking your time, chewing more, um, being aware of your hunger levels. I think a lot of people suffer from emotional eating and stress eating. So I've given, you know, a few practical tips on how to overcome. I, I'm the opposite. <laughs> oh, you don't Whenever eat. I'm really excited, that's when I eat more. <laughs> oh, really? But when you're, yeah. what if you're stressed, you don't eat? I think it's, yeah, I think it's worse for me when I'm stressed. I think I tend to forget to eat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's the opposite for me. Yeah. And that's, I've seen people on both ends. Yeah. I've seen people who, who like binge eat and I've seen people who have zero appetite. It all depends on the hormonal response, I guess, in, in your body. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know? Um, yeah. And then sacrifice, you know, I think that's the fourth pillar. Again, it's, it's, it's a difficult journey. Um, and unfortunately, there, there's inherent sacrifices that come with you wanting to achieve any goal that you have in mind, right? Whether it's, you know, eating before you leave the house to ensure that you eat well, or it's maybe going out to a restaurant and still enjoying your time with, with friends and family, but not maybe choosing the, the, the foods that you shouldn't be eating, for example, and just kind of keeping it you know, healthy so you can stay on track. You know, simple things here and there, you know, sacrificing maybe sleep sometimes to put in a, fit in a workout in the morning. Uh, so sacrifice is definitely a, a part and parcel of the journey. And then lastly is habits. Now, I, I've placed habits as the last pillar because you, uh, it's, it would be very difficult for you to change your habits if it doesn't pre get preceded by the, the right. previous pillars, right? And... Um, we know by science, there's actually a term called neuroplasticity or brain plasticity, which means that the brain is plastic. We can actually rewire our brain, right? So right, so like how we've developed new habits uh, over time, we can actually, uh, you know, replace these habits with new ones. But in order for you to actually create a habit, uh, you need to repeat it. Uh, and eventually, uh, it needs to feel automatic. Um, so that's where the consistency comes into play. And again, in order to be consistent, you have to have the right mindset. You have to be mindful, believe in yourself and sacrifice. And that's only when you'll be able to actually change your, your habits. So Yeah, that makes so much sense when you put it that way. Yeah. How everything yeah. falls into place with each other. I mean, how do you approach... Uh, living a balanced lifestyle today in, in the fast-paced culture that we live in in our daily lives these days? How do you manage that? Me personally or like kind of advice yeah. to people? How do you manage it and maybe how you could explain other people can help, they can manage it themselves? 
Yeah, for sure. Look, so uh, I don't want to boast and brag, right? But this is who I am now. Like I've been doing this for 15 years and I'm not doing it by force. Yeah, maybe in the beginning you had to put in the work, but now it's like second nature for me. This is who I am. This is how I live my life. You reach a point where you become very confident in in, uh, practicing healthy living. Uh, But in order to be confident, you have to put in the groundwork, right? And repeat the same things in order to get to that level. And so that's, that's kind of how I've done it. You know, it's just because I've been doing this for so long that, that even if I travel for a month or a couple of weeks and I, and I mess up, it's fine. I know that when I'm back, I'm back full swing. You and get I can, back into it. Yeah. So, so to, for, for people, I think, you know, it's kind of what we we're just discussing. I think people, you know, need to just, first of all, just focus on the habitual side of things and they need to get in the right mindset. They need to understand that, you know, it's, it's a long-term game. So just take it day by day. And as long as you're practicing small things on a daily basis, that's eventually what's going to get you to the bigger goal and it's going to add up off. and allow you to, exactly. You know, but unfortunately, people are not patient and, you know, they want to see the weight loss yeah. drop immediately. Everyone wants it tomorrow. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> they want the abs the next day or the week after it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for, for the longest amount of time. <laughs> so did this kind of fall into, and in a few of your words, because you explain your new book, The Lifestyle Diet, and what we can expect from that? Yeah, so The Lifestyle Diet is a bit different. So the first book, you know, again, it was a bit more, you know, uh, easier to read. And the second one is also easier to read, um, but it's a bit more scientific in the sense that I analyze the most popular diets of today. So the ketogenic diet, intermittent fasting, paleo, plant-based diets, detox diets. Uh, And I provide evidence-based research to prove to people uh, in a, in a clinically healthy population, not anyone with medical issues, because certain diets actually can benefit people with medical issues. But for the clinically healthy population, just prove to them uh, why they can be able to, to lose weight and live a healthy lifestyle without having to go through the negative consequences of dieting. And, and essentially, actually proving to people that by science, these diets are just fat diets. They're, they're just trends and they don't work. Okay. You, can, you can still... Live a healthy lifestyle, but just focusing on balanced eating, uh, you know, moving regularly. And again, I tie in like the, the habitual side again. But yeah, essentially, you know, proving, you know, going against the diet culture, which has been ruining a lot of people's uh, perception of nutrition and, and food and how they should be approaching. Yeah, there's so many different things out there. It's crazy. What do you think of intermittent fasting? What is it? What is it to you? Because I don't know if I can ever do it. I know people that have, that do do it, but yeah. and it works for them. Look, look, any, like a, yeah, well, <laughs> I eat every like three to four hours. I have yeah, to snack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you like me, you like me. Um, look, I always start off by asking someone, "What's your goal?" Right, and if they tell me weight loss, which is the most common answer, I'll tell you then there's no reason to intermittent fast. A lot of people think, look, first of all, intermittent fasting is beneficial. Don't get me wrong. You know, relax your digestive system. It can uh, improve blood sugar levels, uh, enhance fat burn, and so on. Um, but when it comes from a weight loss perspective, we know that according to studies, that those who eat regularly uh, versus those who intermittent fast, there's no significant difference in weight loss. Um, at the end of the day, weight loss is all about, and I'm talking about weight loss because, again, this is what everyone's interested in, and this is why they fast. Right. Um, but you can still 
eat regularly, eat four or five meals a day and be in a calorie deficit and lose weight because that's what you need to lose weight, right? You just have to burn more calories than you are consuming and that's it. Now, why people fast is because they think that, right, by them fasting 16 hours, of course, you're going to be reducing your calorie intake. And then usually what I've seen from my experience is that in the eight hours that people have to eat, they'll typically eat one meal, maybe max two, but typically one. And of course, if you're eating one or two meals a day, you're going to lose weight, right? Um, okay, I was under the impression that that would slow down your metabolism for some reason. That can happen. And so that, that's the thing. Okay. If people who intermittent fast need to ensure that in that eight hours that they have, that they, they meet their calorie needs of the day. Because if you end okay. up being in a quite a big calorie deficit over time, that's exactly right. Your, your metabolism will be impaired and it can actually backfire. You can actually start hitting a plateau and then gain oh, weight God. because of an increase in fat. Yeah. So that's crazy. So, yeah. Uh, if you could go back in time, what would you say to your younger self now? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Um, look, I don't, I think I would, there's one area that I feel I could have done better at, and it's maybe not. I think I jumped too soon into the entrepreneurial journey. I think um, I would have maybe given myself a bit more, you know, time, you know, with a full-time job, uh, you know, so that I can actually withstand the stress and pressure that comes with, okay. you know, diving in the, you know, entrepreneurial journey. Um, yeah, I would say probably That's great that. Advice, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Because, I mean, I can say for myself, it would have been give myself more time to stay young. And then, you know, like yeah. everyone has their own <laughs> has their own advice exactly. that they would give to their younger self. <laughs> what would you say the secret behind breaking a bad habit is? Uh, identifying the trigger. You have to first, you have to understand what's triggering you to do that certain habit that you want to break. And mm -hmm. it's only when you identify that trigger Will you then be able to replace that habit with a new behavior or yeah, with a new behavior and then yeah. basically try to repeat that behavior until it becomes second nature? Okay. And how do you, what is the first step in helping your clients achieve their wellness goals? Um, you know, it's funny. I actually always like to ask them uh, about their why. I always start with that. Um, maybe a lot of people might know it. Maybe not, but when you make them aware of, of the, why they truly want to make a change or yeah, live a healthy lifestyle, that's what keeps you grounded. And I actually talk about that in, in, in my first book. Uh, that was actually one of the first things that I started off with is, is what's mm. your why? And Simon Sinek, actually, if you, uh, you know, the golden circle where he always start, you know, where he talks about starting with the why. It's such an important thing in, in your health and in life in general. Like you, know, too, what's, yeah. you know what's your purpose and that will give you the motivation to keep going in times of deep yeah I mean, what would you say there's been such a big main street focus on the last few years on self-care in general how has this affected your work <laughs> look I'm, i love um 
I love the movement that's taking place. I love the trend, the health and wellness trend and self-care movement that's taking place. Again, in 2008, one of my fears, you know, at the time that the wellness scene was nowhere near what it is today, right? So I, at the time I had that thought of, okay, what am I going to get into? But it's amazing to see what it is today. My only frustration or the, the impact that it's having on, on people like myself who who actually have formal degrees in the space and who have yeah. actual credibility and experience is that nowadays it's very easy for someone to get into the self-care health business, right? You can just easily start up yeah. an Instagram. Maybe you've lost weight and you are now taking your approach, even though you have your, I don't know, you're an accountant or a lawyer, but you've lost yeah. weight and now you're spreading your experience to others. Um, and just people, you know, yeah, there's just a lot of noise. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know? I, I mean, it's 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 within everyone's space. I feel so. Yeah. I completely relate to you on that in so many different ways. Yeah, you know. Um, and it's yeah, unfortunate it's, it's that overwhelming. Very I think much, is the word. Very much, and it's unfortunate that in this day and age, the people who who have the degrees and the experience are the ones that are in the background, and it's the others who are getting the all forefront. the recognition yeah. in the forefront. But we continue. Well, history repeats itself, and I think it always comes back to its originators. So exactly. I think... Exactly. <laughs> Godspeed for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, last but not least, and then I have uh, two games I want to play with you. Yeah. Uh, what feels most exciting to you about your career right now? Listen, it's, it's, uh, it's thrilling. You know, every day is different. The, the, every day is different. Every day presents new challenges. Um, some days, yeah, you'll 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 be on a high. Some days you'll be on a low. But but that's that's part of parcel of, of what we do, right? And I wake up every day excited for the day, excited for for the challenge, uh, excited to see what's gonna happen in that day. Um, it's not like monotonous, you know, nine to five job. So I'll just say the excitement and the thrill of of trying to build something and, and seeing it progress with time. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, every day is a new day. Exactly. The best way to live it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. We're going to play a quick game uh, called this or that. All right. And you have to pick one or the other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I know now one of the answers because we, I was one of the first things you talked about. Yeah. Okay. UK or USA? USA. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Football or basketball? Uh, football is in soccer. Yeah. Yeah, football. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one I was like, yeah. I, I know this one. Um, yoga or hit high intensity interval training? Yoga. Night out or night in? Uh, night in. Definitely. Eating healthy or working out? Hmm. Eating healthy. Uh, paperback or audiobook? Uh, paperback. Mountains or beach? Beach. Winter or summer? Summer. Fruit or vegetables? Oh, nice one. Fruits. Definitely fruits. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Load. This one's called, this game is called The Low Down and Dirty, and it's just a few last questions right. before I leave you. Um, Okay, what is your favorite go-to meal? Favorite? Um, oof, depends on the day. Um, 
I'd say burger and fries. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's your uh, f- a favorite way to stay active? Um, running on the beach. Oh, okay. Yeah. Even in the seat? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who in the nutrition space has inspired you? Um, I would say Dr. Mark Hyman, definitely. Uh, what is the most rewarding part of being an entrepreneur? Uh, seeing the progress of, of, of the work that you do, you know, over the long run. Yeah. What do you do to relax after a stressful day? Um, just chill out and, and watch Netflix. <laughs> As usual. Netflix and chill. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the best piece of advice someone gave you about living a healthy lifestyle? Um, what's the best piece of advice? Take someone it, gave you. Yeah, take it one day at a time. Yeah, I agree with that. What advice would you give to someone who wants to become more mindful? Honestly, read. Reading played such a big part for me, and I think they can learn so much by reading mindfulness books. Okay. And meditate. What is your favorite mindfulness book? Uh, there's one uh, by Tara Bennett. It's called The Emotional Alchemy. Love that okay. one. Love that one. Yeah. Um, what show, back to Netflix. Yeah. What shows have you been binging lately? <laughs> So I just actually finished Ozark. I know I'm a bit late, but just finished that. I haven't uh, yet, so you're not late. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, Grace and Frankie, more of a light show. Really like that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> what album do you have on repeat right now? Oh, so Or many. song? Um, <laughs> I'd say album Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid, Mad City, for sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so, so much, Faisal. Thanks. I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks, thank you so I much. And uh, I can't wait to hear more from you and see you soon. Yeah. And I really want everyone to go out and buy your new book, no, The I Lifestyle appreciate Diet. It. Appreciate and, it. And um, all the best to you. Thank you Thanks. so, so much. Thanks. <laughs> Faisal is a walking example of balancing ambition and mindfulness. I hope you find his tips on living a healthy lifestyle as inspiring as I did. Be sure to check out his new book, The Lifestyle Diet. It always makes me feel great to share the lowdown on my favorite things, people, and ideas. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review this show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And if you loved what you heard, please share it with a friend. I'm Lindsay Lohan, and this has been The Lowdown. The Lowdown.